everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Friday, baby. It is the 6th day of August, 2021. My name would be Nick, and hey, look, there's Big J right over there. Here I am. Fresh off of a screening in IMAX of the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Peeled himself off and came into the show in the morning. Thank you very much. Uh, I also partook in the Suicide Squad last night. We'll give you a chance to give you a mini review of it today. See if it's worth your time over the weekend or not. And there could be some varied opinions. Who knows? Nobody knows but the shadow. And we will get into that coming up this morning, as well as an opportunity for you to check out a little band called Primus. Coming to town on Tuesday at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. Uh, did you enjoy the thunderstorm, Big J? Oh, so I got home, right? And it took me a minute to get to sleep, right? Okay. Because the movie and, you know, processing everything. Processing. Uh, I, I, I finally get to sleep. And then kaboom! Oh, see, I didn't, hear, I didn't hear anything until like 3 in the morning. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, this is uh, 11.30 probably. Okay, okay. Um, and won't be right back up. Had it been raining that long? I don't know if it was raining or not. Oh, you just heard of the huge thunder? It doesn't always rain and no, I understand, thunder, but... but I didn't I didn't hear I guess I didn't hear anything rain or otherwise until like really, really early this morning. We also morning. live several miles from I know, but another. it's not like I'm living in, you know, Twin Falls or something like that. Well, in the Treasure Valley you might as well be sometimes when it's weather related. So uh yeah, that explosion of uh thunder woke me up and then there was no thunder after that. Weird. It is weird. So were you able to go back to sleep then? It took a minute. Okay. So do you feel well rested or is today going to be a battle for you? Uh, no, I'm good. I took a nap yesterday, so. Oh, look at you. Maybe that could have been a problem with you sleeping. No. Huh? No. No? No. How long was your nap? Uh, 20 minutes, probably. Oh, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. It's a power nap, dude. Yeah. Uh, a siesta, if you will. Well, uh, hopefully we have a chance to also have a little bit of fun on this Friday. That's part of the goal as well. A life lesson will be coming your way on the old show. Plus, we like to play music on the morning after. God, I hope that's okay. We'll start things off with some Metallica this morning. It's sad but true on the X-Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by our friends in the Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Or have a real conversation with an attorney online 24-7 at AdvocatesLaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, we deserve to be treating each other better. Yeah. As things start to get a little bit crazier here during the summer... Uh, people are starting to take advantage, and not in a good way. You ever heard of illicit encounters? Illicit encounters? Yes. In general, or is it like a site? It's a website. No, I have not. Uh, good for you. It is a dating site for those looking for secret hookups. You know, like, uh, like, uh, what what was that one place that was called, like, Ashley's or something like that? Like, that that did specifically for marital affairs? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Either way, uh, Illicit Affairs is a dating site for secret hookups, if you will, essentially like an affair website. And it saw a 36% increase in signups last month. Hurrah! Jeez. According to a survey of new members, the site found that, quote, bored housewives made up 63% of the signups. Based on the data they collected, Illicit Encounters predicts a 72% increase in cheating this summer. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Now, it doesn't tell us what the current percentage is, but, and also, it could, this to me screams like just like a, a weird uh, way to promote your website to creeps, 
Like, oh, hey, there's a bunch of really bored housewives on our website. You should sign up and pay money to see them when none of them are actually real. I hope that's the case anyway. Because if 72% increase in cheating really makes me sad. Yeah, no kidding, man. But we've talked about this before, man. There's a lot more cheating going on than you think. And it's awful and terrible. But that's what people do, I guess, when they get bored, question mark? I don't know. I don't know. They get cooped up. Cooped up could be a thing. Uh, you know, you're just out of quarantine. You realize that you're shacked up with the wrong person. That could be a thing. But also, you know, the other option is break it off. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's really how you feel, that's then what are you sticking around? Of course, yes, and expensive and, and you got all those other things. Yes, together. But also, you know, cheating on somebody is not the accurate solution either. Right. So, I don't know. One way seems at least a little bit more morally in line than the other. I'll put mm-hmm. it that way. You're not wrong. United States still in first place with 92 medals at the Olympics, followed by China with 74. So, it's a pretty good lead for the U.S. now. Russia's got 60. We're catching up in the gold medal count. China still has 34. U.S. is second with 30. Japan is third with 22. U.S. in line for a couple other additional gold medals this weekend. So who knows what it's going to be when we uh, convene again on Monday. I know you were at the movie. Did you catch any of the Hall of Fame game? Uh, I, I heard a little bit of it on the radio at the beginning. It doesn't seem like you missed much. I, 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 I What I did hear was the only points the Dallas Cowboys scored. 16-3, uh, Steelers, your final score last night. A lot of field goals happening in the old contest. First preseason game in two years, of course, as last year's all preseason games were canceled because of the pandemic. Got the uh, Hall of Fame enshrinement this weekend for the NFL. A couple of classes, so there's going to be a ton of speeches on your TV over the weekend. But you can enjoy some of that if you'd like. Looks like the guys in Mudvayne are pretty busy. They have been added to the lineup of the Vergras uh, Destination Kind of Cruise Festival in Lunisa Beach during the uh, previously announced concert. They had uh, Rob Zombie, Mastodon, and more attached to it. But it's a private island festival. Basically, it's like a five-day rock cruise that takes you to this very exclusive private island beach where you see bands like Rob Zombie, Mastodon, now part of the Mudvayne reunion. It's happening uh, February 16th through the 21st. And that's pretty impressive as well. So the lineup gets a little bit better. Uh, It's obviously not cheap. That should go without saying. But it seems like it should be a pretty good time, as long as it's not like Fire Festival when you get there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to tell with a first-ever annual kind of thing. And whenever something like this private island festival pops up, I always think, oh, Fire Festival. I saw a documentary about that. That could go sour. But we'll see how it goes this time around. Either way, I hope it goes well. There's a bunch of good bands attached to it. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And today's life lesson is uh, you're never too old to keep trying. And, uh, you know, in a, in a marriage, Nick, uh, it's a partnership. And the wife has certain skills. I have certain skills. And, and the more we move on, I'm like, what are my skills again? <laughs> uh, but, but one of the things I know I've never really been good at, and I don't know if it's out of some sort of fear. I mean, uh, my, my mom... Uh, for a period of time really had a difficult time with phone calls and i'm talking about like important phone calls that need to be made whether it be uh making appointments or you know organizing um you know just insurance things of the, those nature the things that have to be taken care of like you you dread it or you just forget yes. about it or dread you don't it. do it okay dread it 
she dreaded it. I just feel like I don't have all the answers. And so I, one thing I hate is being a middle person in a situation. And I'm like, it'd be easier if you two talked because you have all the information. And, and so, uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, the wife has been very busy and, and there's some things that needed to be taken care of on the insurance side of things. And, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do this. I'm going to accomplish something, right? And indeed, uh, I get down to it and uh, I make a phone call to the insurance company mm-hmm. and I, I'm doing it. I'm talking to them uh, and then I'm like, oh no, I don't have the all the information I need. Uh, so uh, I don't, uh, I'll get back to you tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Now that's today. I got to get back to them today, <laughs> but I plan on doing that. However, in that, uh, in that realm of, of me doing that, I felt a great amount of accomplishment. Like I, I don't, you know, recently we got a report card and that felt great. Not even as good as this felt. Okay. So I was like, Hey, I'm doing, I told the wife, I'm like, Hey, I'm doing something. And she was like, Oh, I'm very proud of you. And then she went back to doing the real important yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then she handed me her insurance card and said, here, here is the information you need. So you know, you're never too old to keep trying and doing things that, you know, you might not feel that you're good at. And it, it's nice to be able to accomplish those things and remind you that uh, you're a viable human being as well. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's part of being an adult, man. Doing things you never thought you would do, doing things that you don't like to do, because uh, really, uh, if you don't, it won't get done. And then that is worse than not than doing it and doing it incorrectly. I know. And, and then on top of that, I even bonus myself out with making an eye care appointment. Uh, well, so, oh, oh, you, I myself. doctor. Okay. I doctor. Yeah, right? for myself. Okay. Congratulations. What is it? You don't make your own appointments? No, generally I don't. I have an assistant. You tell Her your wife that something's wife. wrong, and then she goes, well, you should probably see somebody she about that. She usually tells me something's wrong, and then, <laughs> here, you got to go do this. Uh, but, you know, my schedule is unpredictable at some, at some certain point. So, you're a wild uh, card. Yeah, I'm a wild card. Either way, uh, you're never too old to keep trying at, at things that you're not good at. So, uh, you felt pretty good yesterday. What are the odds things go well today? Is there a chance it all crashes and burns, or do you think you got everything you need to make sure no. this is a successful mission? Yeah, it's just a phone call. Then what are you worried about? I'm not worried about it today. Okay, you were yesterday. Not in, even yesterday, but no. in general. In a general sense. All right. Well, congratulations. Don't ruin things. I'm just trying to figure out what stresses you out, and then you tell me you're not stressed out at all, and I'm like, well, what the hell are you well, talking about Well, now I'm then? starting to wonder if I should be stressed. Look what you've done. I don't even know what you're talking about. doesn't matter. I don't know what I'm talking about either half the time. Touche. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson, I think. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, if we have proven anything over the course of our lifetimes and humanity in general, it is we can't have nice things. We don't know how to treat them. We don't know how to respect them. And we certainly don't know how to keep them going. And one of the things that maybe you enjoy from time to time is if you're going on a trip, maybe you're headed out on a vacation, go to the airport a little bit early, have yourself a beverage. Uh, Turns out we can't handle that either. And uh, we talked yesterday about how outrageous some prices are getting at airport bars. And now the FAA is actually looking into, do we really need the alcohol in airports at all? Because 
we have got an increase and a dramatic one at that at real legitimate outbursts on airplanes involving passengers. And I know it seems like it's crazy, but uh, it's not as crazy or it's crazier than you even think. Like, since we uh, got back to, you know, somewhat flying on the regular, incidents involving passengers, even ones you don't hear about, are up 38% in the United States of America, which is a significant number. I mean, if, it's not saying that 38% of flights have an incident, but the amount of incidents are up 38%. And so what's happening is they've done some studies about it, and they almost all of them, 96%, involve alcohol in some way. Either the person was hammered when they got on the flight or got hammered during the flight, and that's what's causing these outbursts, people to act like, you know, they don't know what's going on and they have zero respect for other people around them or whatever. And then they end up getting duct taped to a seat. So FAA Administrator Steve Dickinson is talking about the concerns about how alcohol is playing a role in these outbursts with customers on airplanes. And he says that, listen, our investigations show that alcohol contributes to unsafe behavior on planes. And so now they're thinking about, okay, do we really need to have alcohol on airplanes serving people on flights? Do we really need to have a alcohol in, you know, airport bars and things like that? And so there's the issue. And it, it, it really is one of those deals where some rotten apples could spoil the bunch where, yeah, you know what? It's nice to maybe grab a beverage, but there's a lot of people out there that can't just grab one and they end up having too many beverages and then they get on an airplane drunk and then it's a mess. Ugh. So he suggests that airports maybe start by promoting more awareness about passengers not allowed to bring alcohol onto flights and also not being allowed onto flights if they're inebriated. And maybe he this will self-correct itself, but he says if they don't, the FAA, we may have to step in and take it all away from you. So think about it, won't you? And maybe not get completely blotto before you go on an airplane. Like, I know there are some deep rockets. It doesn't sound like a good time anyways. Well, no, but there are people that get nervous about flying, and so drinking helps them obviously calm your nerves a little bit. But, you know, again, there's there's also other ways to handle that besides just getting almost blackout drunk and then turning all belligerent on people. You know, if B.A. Baracus can do it, you can't. That's all I'm trying to say. U.S. is in first place with 92 medals, followed by China with 74. Russia's got 60. Gold medal count, China 34, U.S. 30. Japan is third with 22. Steelers beat the Cowboys 16-3 in the Hall of Fame game, Big J. People already hate the Cowboys' offense. But then again, they didn't bring anybody with them. You know what I'm saying? What do you expect? I don't know. Well, everybody expects to win every game, I guess. You know that. You're a fan of a team that you expect to win every single game. And when they don't, they only put up three points in an entire game. Fan bases get upset. And this is why I say everybody calm down. It's not even really football. It's a Hall of Fame game. It's not even really a preseason game. That's how early this game is. So, I don't know. But there's only three preseason games, so people even get more nervous about that. You understand? Big J, you're a Metallica fan. Any interest in the new Metallica upcoming podcast called the Metallica Podcast? Um, yeah, I don't know. I was wondering that myself. I'm not sure. Doesn't sound like there is. But the band did announce on social media yesterday that they are putting together a special eight-episode look behind the scenes at the Black Album. Not yet been announced when it will premiere, but of course the September 10th date is the date that the self-titled 1991 box set comes out. uh, That's got the deluxe box set and all sorts of cool stuff. The Metallica Blacklist comes out that day as well. 
But it uh, looks like they're going to have a bunch of stories about the making of the Black Album, and all the members of the Metallica band are going to talk a little bit about it and the integral part of putting together one of the biggest rock albums in history. Uh, why the hesitation? It's your I favorite just, band. And they, your... they didn't ask me to host the podcast. Oh, so. oh. Well, it sounds like it's just a bunch of clips. Like, I don't think there's going to be an actual host. Well, that's not a podcast then. Well, what do you mean? It's the band talking about the forces. It's just a bunch of clips. Well, yeah, but they're, they're, it's like interviews. They're specifically talking about a particular oh. thing. So I'm and... all in then. <laughs> I doubt it highly. But either way, uh, not sure when it'll drop. I'm guessing it'll probably be right, right around a month from now, right around the time they're getting ready to release the Blacklist. And you should be able to check it out if you're a Metallica fan. I'm going to hell and you know it! The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, we are going to the UK for today's We're Going to Hell story. Northumberland, United Kingdom to be specific. And this is where I take the opportunity to just listen... Ladies, I'd like to apologize once again for for men everywhere as we continue to just be the worst. I mean, so many creepy, weird, wrong, awful things happen that we are responsible for. And uh, maybe just because you don't hear it enough, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that there are all these creeps and awful people out there for you. I I really, I, I can't even fathom what it must be like to be surrounded by jerks like dudes all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we are just awful. And we have an example of that uh, as a a little bit of a ruling came down yesterday, but it all kind of happened in Christmas time in the UK where a company was having a party, right? Christmas holiday party in 2019. Now, this is pre-pandemic, of course. So everybody's getting together. Yeah, having fun. And they're even doing one of those things where they're like, listen, it's an after-hours party. We're going to rent out a bit of a tavern. We're going to have an open bar as a congratulations and thank you for a great year. And you know what? As a little bit of fun, we're going to bring in a Santa impersonator. And he's going to have a little bit of fun. He'll be hanging around so you can take some pictures of Santa, have some fun, right? Yeah, It's just imagine you're at the Winchester. Yeah. Right from Shaun of the Dead. Right. Something like that. I mean, Santa not involved, but you understand what I'm saying. And so everybody's having a good time. And, of course, because it's an open bar, you know, and even though he's hired to be part of the actual party, guess who, you know, helps himself to a couple of beverages? Santa. Yeah. Santa J. Claus. <laughs> better known as 71-year-old Raymond Finn, who, according to his mugshot, looks really Santa-like. So I can understand why they hired him as Santa. So Santa has a little bit of holiday spirit, if you know what I'm saying. And he's doing his job, which is, you know, schmoozing with the people and the co-workers and all that kind of stuff, and then also taking some pictures. But of course, uh, as Santa starts to have a little bit more alcohol, then he starts to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, he's turning into bad Santa. Yeah, he's getting real creepy. Uh, for instance, uh, there it was one female complaint that said that uh, Santa smacked her on her bottom. There was another female complaint that while taking a picture, Santa rubbed his groin against her and said, quote, guess what Santa wants for Christmas? Oh, my God. Which is inappropriate, sir. That's not okay. And then finally, he also uh, groped another woman before uh, somebody saw him do that and physically removed him from the party and then called police, who then had him arrested on sexual assault charges, which is how it should be. Uh, And of course, during this whole thing... The weird part is Raymond Finn, 71, drunk or not, has doubled down. 
and said, quote, as Santa, he should be able to do what he wants, which is really creepy. And I don't like that at all. So, uh, of course, he was uh, served with basically what's called the prevention order over in the UK. It's their version of restraining orders. Wasn't allowed to be a Santa anymore, all sorts of stuff. And then yesterday, finally, he was sentenced 18 months in prison, Big J. Oh, wow. For sexual... He sexually assaulted three ladies. And so... Yeah, they don't punish people like that here. No, they should, but they don't. And so, uh, basically, he's also been fired from his job. That happened, of course, when the original incident took place. So he got S-canned right away. And then yesterday, finally, because they've had some backups there in the court system as well, because of the pandemic and other things, he was finally sentenced to 18 months in prison for his particular role in being a creepy bad Santa. So, yeah, uh, funny when, uh, you know, Billy Bob Thornton does it in movie form, uh, probably a lot less funny when it happens in real life. When a drunken Santa sexually assaults somebody. Not it's okay. Sad. And it's you're sad. right. I mean, that that's a situation you should feel safe around Santa. That shouldn't be a, you know, your 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 danger antenna shouldn't have to go up around a, a Santa Claus impersonator. But yeah, here we are, Big J, because creeps, they're everywhere. And in every costume. That's right. And they dress up all the time. And say creepy things like, guess what Santa wants for Christmas? Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Unwrap so, this. See? Yeah. I don't know if it's a good idea for you to come up with alternative pickup lines okay. for creepy Santa. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Oh, dang. It is the X Rock. <laughs> Nirvana, it is Lithium here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it is big movie release week. Of course, we are going to record a podcast tonight. For the Suicide Squad for morning after the movie, so we're going to get into a lot more detail into things on our podcast. We suggest that you download, listen, and subscribe to it. That way, that will be available for you to listen to in a full form very, very soon. But wanted to get into at least a little bit of the Suicide Squad. Big J, you watched it IMAX style yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Your thoughts on seeing it on the big screen? Oh, man. I mean, it was glorious. It was uh, shot for IMAX, uh, according to James Gunn. And uh, you can tell, I mean, there's... There's a lot of uh, action sequences, obviously, in this movie, and uh, they play out beautifully on that. And it's just uh, one of those things where going into it, you know, uh, we're huge James Gunn fans. We have been for a very, very long time. We'll pat ourselves in the back and been supportive of that guy way before anybody else really had, um, you know, him slated as one of their favorite directors. And uh, so going into this, uh, you know, the last few Suicide Squad hated it. Nothing good about it. Uh but I never for once considered that going into this movie because this is a James Gunn movie. And uh, it was, I had no idea what to expect and I was excited about that and it paid off big time and it was just a lot of freaking fun. Yeah, you know, uh, I did a double feature last night. I watched the first Suicide Squad because that, that I haven't watched why, since why the well, because I because James Gunn had gone out of his way and said that it's not a reboot. It is it is essentially a sequel. 
to that particular version of things and I had not seen it since I watched it in the theater and hated it so much. I was like, maybe I should reacquaint myself with at least a little bit of it. And it, listen, is that Suicide Squad any good? Absolutely not. It is It is still a terrible movie. But it, it does give you a setup to, you know, some of the characters that are involved in Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, the James Gunn version. Because uh, uh, some of the same actors reprise their roles in this particular movie. And so, you know, like, uh, you know, one, it's not a it's not a spoiler because he's in all the, uh, the trailers and stuff. But, you know, Rick Flagg is a part of both movies. Captain Boomerang is a part of both movies. Harley Quinn is a part of both movies. And and don't forget that Suicide Squad is where we're introduced to Harley Quinn. And so, you know, she's had her own movie since then, and it popped up in a couple other things, but that was the introduction to the character. And, you know, we said that when the first Suicide Squad came out was if there's anything good about Suicide Squad, it's Harley Quinn. And uh, that continues to be true. She still is the very much the best part about that particular movie, but it doesn't make that movie any good. Uh, but it was interesting to see some of the characters carry over from one movie to the next and how they did that. And, you know, it was kind of nice to see that all come together. But, yeah, no, I don't recommend the first Suicide Squad. The second Suicide Squad, I, I do recommend. And, listen, if you're a fan, like, you know, I think the, the James Gunn that you see in this movie is very different from the James Gunn that you see in the Marvel Cinematic Oh, Universe. yeah, for sure. If you are a fan of his earlier work, which is to say Slither and Super, that's much more in line with what you're seeing in a completely uncensored, unhinged, rated R superhero movie from James Gunn. Yes. Like a blockbuster version of the almost trauma-like version of James Gunn. And you saw Mr. Kaufman pop up in there, I'm sure, right? I didn't notice it was him. Yeah. yeah. Because it's very brief. Well, he's he's the only old guy in the entire movie, so... uh, But he... he, he, James has put Lloyd in all of his movies because that's how he got his start in filmmaking. And it was nice to see him pop up again in the Suicide Squad. So we won't get into any spoilers and we won't get into any... some some serious details about things until the podcast tonight. But do you recommend people check out the Suicide Squad? Yeah, absolutely. And if if you can and if you feel comfortable, see in a theater because it's so big and bold uh the colors especially it's it's worth it unless you've got a huge tv at home yeah uh i i caught it at home yesterday with the gigantic television so i was fine with the viewing experience and the movie but yeah whatever you're comfortable with is what you should do for sure uh but it's something that you should uh be a part of and i will say this i don't think you need to see the first suicide squad if you skipped it because you heard it was so bad i don't think it's required viewing uh, at all, really. No, for your own good, don't watch but that But you may not know anything about, you know, the Rick Flag, who's the, the in fact, in charge. You don't need to know anything about Rick Flag. Uh, well, that's not true. You don't need to know anything about these characters. You don't need to know anything about the DC comic universe to enjoy this movie. You're right. You're right. But you may enjoy it a little bit more if you know a little bit about or some of them. Or you'll just feel sick to your stomach the entire time. It makes you sick? The first Suicide movie? Yeah. I don't right. even want to name it. All right. I guess not. But uh, either way, uh, it, it's uh, it's out today. You should check it out. And then make sure once you do, you check out the Morning After the Movies podcast of it, which we'll be recording tonight. Get Big J. Import Stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Sleep deprivation sucks. Nothing worse than not being able to sleep when you want to go to sleep. And it obviously has a lot of residual effects. It doesn't just make you tired. 
according to the University of Berkeley, it found out it can also make you unpopular and incredibly lonely. Scientists found that the less that you sleep, the more physical distance you feel like you need from others because, you know, you find yourself on edge more, people drive you a little bit more up the wall, and therefore you start to isolate yourself a little bit more, which in turn makes you lonely, and then other people realize, like, maybe this person doesn't want to be around And so all of a sudden it just starts to kind of reverberate into really bad social behavior, making you antisocial, and then your whole life starts to go downhill, which is why sleep and feeling well-rested is incredibly important. Yeah. Additionally, those who deal with people suffering from poor sleep can also get up uh, what they call getting kind of like infected with some of the same antisocial behavior. Like if you're not sleeping and your wife is and she's around you all the time and she's like, oh man, he's miserable. And then all of a sudden she can start to feel bad too because, you know, it's like a sickness. You understand? Not necessarily also not getting sleep, but just, you know, getting antisocial and feeling worn down and getting on edge and all that kind of stuff because, you know, you're on edge. However, just one night of good sleep can actually get you feeling more outgoing and socially confident, which is why it's important to realize when you have sleep deprivation and to nip it in the bud as early as you possibly can because once you get that good sleep, boy, it's uh, it's great. And anybody who's had sleep problems and then actually has had a good night of sleep will tell you you can tell the difference. Oh, yeah. If you've had like a rough weekend where you didn't get any sleep and then Monday you're able to crash out for a whole long time, it's like Tuesday's a whole new world. And that's definitely true. So if you can, not easy, of course, if you're having legitimate and true sleep problems. But boy, if you can get that taken care of pretty early, it's a good thing. A new world. Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Dallas Cowboys 16-3 in the Hall of Fame game last night in Canton, Ohio, as the NFL kicked off its preseason. Few regulars played in the contest, wasn't a lot of names in the game, but it was the first preseason game in two years, as all of last year's were wiped out because of the pandemic. Of course, this weekend will also be the enshrinement for both the 2020 and the 2021 Pro Football Hall of Fame classes over the weekend as the pandemic postponed last year's ceremony as well. So it will be a busy weekend in Canton for sure. Will you be watching any of the Hall of Fame ceremony? Yeah, I'll try to watch some of it. Who are you excited? I mean, I can't think of the top of my head who's going in, but who are you? Are you excited to see somebody in particular? Um, well, you know, these we're starting to get into the the Hall of Fame where it's guys that we watched yeah. growing up. John Lynch is going. John in Lynch excited about that. Um, you know, Peyton Manning will be very interesting. And yeah, I don't off have offhand have the list, but I know there's a couple in there that I, I was a big fan of watching play football. So. NFL Network will have the full coverage of all of it unedited. If you want to check it out this weekend, you can tune in on Saturday to enjoy most of the enshrinement ceremony. Disney Plus has announced that they are renewing the animated series Star Wars The Bad Batch for a second season. They say, quote, fans have enthusiastically embraced the action and drama of Star Wars The Bad Batch. And we are excited to see the Star Wars animated universe continue to expand on Disney Plus. As the dedicated streaming home for the Star Wars franchise, can't wait to see the second season of this fan-favorite animated series. So, I've heard good things about it. It is coming back for season number two. It is available. All of season one is up now on Disney+, Plus. if you want to be caught up in the animated world for Star Wars. Here's traffic. Have you watched any of the animated Star Wars stuff? Um, yeah, I watched, um, I watched a little bit. Uh, here and there of um, I can't remember the name of the series but there's a, a bunch of them which is why I'm asking yeah um, but but not heavily though you didn't I mean, enjoy I, what you it's saw it's not like I watched Nick a complete 
I don't know. I just didn't. You hate, I, you hate cartoons. I, it's not that I hate cartoons. I just hate like going from live action to characters to then cartoon characters that represent the live action characters. And I don't know. I have a hard time with that. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Your pop culture smackdown is coming up here in a few minutes. Down. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and up for grabs here this morning, we have for you tickets to Primus. That show is happening on Tuesday at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. Uh, should be a nice day. Should be uh, a lot of fun to be out there and see an outdoor concert for once, wouldn't you? Uh, you just got to beat me here in Pop Culture Smackdown to get those. If you would like to play Pop Culture Smackdown, now would be the time to get on the phone. Our number is as follows, 208-287-1003. You have to defeat Big J in a battle of pop culture knowledge. I will start you off with a multiple choice question, listener. Big J, you will start off with the Achilles heel of the Treasure Valley. Good luck to all parties involved. We'll see if we can advance past the first question. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Doug. All right, Doug, you're up first. Doug, hop flowers are used in particular to craft which style of beer? Would that be an IPA, a stout, or a pilsner? Let's go pilsner. Pilsner. Wrong. Incorrect, but thank you for playing, Doug. You sound like a nice guy. Hello, The X. Oh, that ain't going to work either. Good morning, The X. Hey. hey, hop flowers are used to craft which particular style of beer? Is it an IPA, is it a stout, or is it a pilsner? Uh, we're going to go with uh, IPA. IPA is correct. Right. Good job. What is your name? Daniel. Daniel, you're taking on Big J. Hey, Big J, everybody knows Kobe Bryant played every single professional basketball game as a member of the Los Angeles Lakers, but he was drafted by what team? Oh, boy. Oh, man. And um, traded to the Lakers on a draft day deal. I want to say, oh, the Charlotte Hornets? That is correct. Right. Nice job. Good pull. Daniel, to you, another multiple-choice question. What do the letters stand for on the popular gossip site TMZ? Does it stand for 30-mile zone, terrible men zapped, or 10 mean zealots? Um, I'm going to go with 30-mile zone. Right. That is correct. It means 30 miles around L.A. Big J, uh, pop singer Olivia Holt played which Marvel character on a Freeform show that was later canceled after one season? Olivia Holt? Yeah. She's a pop singer? She sure is. Ah, uh, boy, I, I have uh, Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Wrong. Incorrect. No. Uh, what if I said uh, she was either Cloak or Dagger, and then you had to choose? Aren't they one and the same? No. No, sir, they are not. They're not? No. Are they twins? Huh? No. What's the deal with Cloak and Dagger? Which... Cloak. I'll go with Cloak. Wrong. So it's Dagger. Right. Actually, she played and. Right. Hey, congratulations. Uh, you are all set up to go check out Primus on Tuesday at the Fort Idaho Center Amphitheater. Daniel, hang on one second, dude. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all good to go there. That's your Pop Culture Smackdown. We got some headlines. That's happening next on the X-Rock. <laughs> headlines brought to you by Western Heating and Air. Yeah, we might have gotten some rain this morning, but you know what's still in the air outside? Some smoke. Uh, what about the air quality inside of your home? Call the experts you can trust at Western Heating and Air to see how to improve the air quality in your home. Call 208-WESTERN for more information. Headlines are as follows. Mistakes were made. 
a new world record, and the hat trick. Uh, mistakes were made. Model Alexa Portman went viral because she messed up her travel plans, Big J. You see, Portman was vacationing in Croatia, just like we all want to do. And then she was headed to the airport at 6 o'clock in the morning so she could catch her flight to Milan. Then she shared on social media that when she tried to check in, she realized that she had accidentally booked her flight home for the next year. In the comments, she added that she spent the last of her money on a taxi to the airport. She didn't even realize that she had booked the flight for 2022 after she had to cancel her flights twice during the pandemic and made the mistake. So now she's stuck in Croatia, Big J. Until she can figure it all out and model her way back to Milan, however you do that. You ever messed up a flight reservation? Me? No, I'm not in charge of that. Uh, One of my favorite stories is my friend Jason, who you know. Uh, is uh, is in a fantasy football league. Uh, he grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and so he would fly back every year to go for the live fantasy football yeah. draft. And one year, for some reason, he had accidentally booked the flight from Tulsa to Phoenix instead of from Phoenix. To, so he had booked the flights backwards, and he couldn't go because he messed up the flight so bad. And this was, we thought, was endlessly hilarious it was not funny to him because he had wasted all that money and could not go and could not turn it around in time in order to make it back home for his planned trip but uh we always reference this happened it had to be uh, gosh 18 19 years ago but still one of the funniest things ever is when he booked the flight the wrong way accidentally from tulsa to phoenix instead of from phoenix to tulsa so he booked his flights backwards basically not paying attention and screwed himself over so pay attention when you book those flights A new world record or the hat trick? The hat trick. A 23-year-old California man managed to get himself arrested three times in three days. Kalen Schrerer was arrested on Monday night and Tuesday morning for drug possession and hitting a vehicle, respectfully. As soon as he was released from jail on Wednesday morning, he spotted an unoccupied truck parked directly in front of the Glendale PD jail release door with the keys in the ignition, and so he decided to steal it. That is when Kalen was arrested and again, for this time for vehicle theft, was released from custody after each incident due to a $0 bail schedule. I don't know what that means, but he got out after every single crime and managed to get himself arrested three times in three days. So keep an eye on that guy, Big J. He's a real winner. I always get amazed by the people that decide to commit a crime the second they're out of jail, like right outside of the jailhouse. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're not going to get away with it. Also, I mean, can't you take it at least a fiver? I got stuff to do, man. Before you go back to your crime wave. Wrap it up with a new world record. Congratulations to the Oregon man who set the U.S. record for the highest blood alcohol level ever. Uh, he's not too happy about it because uh, he was just sentenced last week to 13 months in prison for DUI, reckless driving, and fleeing in connection to a hit-and-run accident back in February. But at the time this happened, we talked about him. His name is Nathan Danzuka. His blood alcohol level was .778. Jesus. That is more than nine times the .08 limit in Oregon. Previously, the highest blood alcohol content ever reported was a 7.2 by an Oregon woman in 2007, and then there was a 7.08 by a South Dakota woman back in 2009, but the two highest ever blood alcohol levels on record both happened in Oregon. What do you have to say about that? They just make their beer uh, really, really heavy over there, or do they just have a tendency to dramatically overserve? Probably overserve. I think they do it at home is what's happening. 
But either way, that's, I mean, I, that, that, that's where your blood is almost 1% alcohol. I'm not sure how you live past that, but Nathan was, happily, I guess, lucky enough to live, but now he's going to spend over a year in prison because of it. So don't drink and drive, everybody. That's the lesson here. That is Fozzie. That is Sane here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J here on the X-Rocks. Let's talk about the Olympics, my friend. Yeah, they're almost to an end here. Uh, but uh, a recent survey found that uh, quite a few people, more than I think should, feel like, you know what, they can compete and do pretty well in the Olympics. They're all delusional. 40% of respondents said that they could compete in the Olympics in at least one summer or winter sport. I mean, listen, I guess you could compete, sure. Uh, Anybody can compete in a sport, but enough to even think about possibly making the team? Hell no. Uh, It should be no surprise that men, 60% were more likely than women, 22%, to say they have what it takes. There's so, I mean, these people that are in the Olympics, these men and women, uh, have dedicated their lives to these Their lives! I mean, even in the most goofiest of what you think might be Olympic sports, we're talking like trampolining. These are people that practice like six, seven hours a day to even get the opportunity to be on the team. And still, of all the countries involved, only three of them will be considered among the best in the world. And there's no way in hell any of you randos are anywhere close to any of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, here's some of the likely candidates for some of these people. Skateboarding. No. Surfing. No. Sport climbing. No. Softball and, of course, baseball. Yeah, no, none of those things are uh, possible for, you know, Johnny Beer League to get on the team and make it and even possibly compete in that particular thing. I'll tell you this, though. If we're being perfectly honest, I think there is one Olympic sport that the... You know, John and Jane Q. Public have the best opportunity to meddle in, and that's one that you and I talked about off air that I was surprised was still an Olympic sport, and that is equestrian stuff. Because I mean, well, no, absolutely not. Well, I cannot say. Well, no, I mean, yes, it depends on certain aspects of things. But if you are, uh, there's obviously skill and intelligence and talent and all these things that go into that kind of thing. But it really is another being doing all the athletic stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if, if you're going to talk about having the realistic opportunity to medal, if you, uh, as somebody that has some experience riding horses, gets the Michael Jordan of horses that knows how to do the course and knows how to jump, that's your only chance of getting nah, the medal. I think this is a lack of your understanding of the sport. I'm, I'm not, not even going to pretend. Hard. I'm not even going to pretend I understand, but what I think you just said is ridiculous. Well, you're te- uh, but, uh, but the horse is doing all the athletic stuff. It's I think, not I you. think you were making an assumption about that sport that you don't know anything about. Uh, you're absolutely right. I know nothing about it, but I do know it ain't the person on the horse that's doing the running and the galloping and stuff. You have to know how to train it. You have to know how to ride it. You have to know how to do it. I'm not saying it's not an incredible skill and incredible talent. I'm just saying there's somebody else doing the athletic stuff. The stuff that actually, you know, you have to do physically in order to get a medal. In every other sport in the Olympics, you are the one solely responsible for your responsibilities. In the equestrian, you're relying on something else to help you out. Another animal to help you get this medal. And so, you know, that's one of the things. There's plenty of team sports where you rely on other things, but it's you are also doing something involved in it. That's what I'm saying is the only chance somebody has to medal. No other sport whatsoever. But, Big J, did it help you watch any of the Olympics this year? Yeah. How much did you watch? About 10 minutes. There you go. That's all it takes. It's better than none. Real American right there. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your Olympics update. We are going to do some bad impressions next on the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and uh, we've got a great prize here for you. Uh, Watson's Mystery Cafe and Spirits Live. Uh, it happens on Fridays. It's really cool. we got a table for four, dinner for four, and four drinks. Uh, all of your choosing. We'll get that sent out to you in the mail if you can figure out bad impressions here. It's like the equivalent of a really cool dinner and a show for you and your loved ones or whoever you want to take with you. Double date, whatever. But, I mean, listen, dinner for four, your first drinks on them, and a show. It's a pretty cool prize package, and it's all yours if you want to play bad impressions. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J's got in his eye a the mind, the life, the love of a celebrity. Oh, that's a fictional character today oh. again. Is it a celebrity, though? Oh, I think it's a celebrity. Well, there you go. And uh, if you can figure out who that celebrity is in three clues or less, then you are going to go check out this pretty cool event. Let's... Get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, man. What's your name? Jeremy. All right, Jeremy, you're up first. Good luck. Yeah, Jeremy, fictional character here, okay? Okay. I was trained to eat things that would make a billy goat puke. Um, oh, pass. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We don't have pass here, but I'll, I'll just go uh, to the next <laughs> clue. I'm your worst uh, nightmare. Shoot. Um, I'm your worst nightmare. My worst nightmare. Last one, maybe this will help you out, okay? Let's be honest, right. the last movie that Stallone portrayed me in wasn't up to par with the rest of the franchise. Oh, uh, shoot. Suicide Squad's the only I can think of. Although you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Hey, guys. Uh, that. Sorry. Thank you for playing. We appreciate it. Hello, The X. Hey, y'all still doing bad impressions? Yes, sir. Did you hear the clues or do you need them again? I need them again, please. I was trained to eat things that would make a billy goat puke. I'm your worst nightmare. And let's be honest. The last movie that Stallone portrayed me in wasn't up to par with the rest of the franchise. You guys are breaking Big J's heart over here. I mean, if he's one of the most famous roles oh, Stallone's ever played in. Jesus. Nobody cares oh, about man. that. Oh, man. Yeah, that's killing me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's all right. <laughs> Very upset. Like, what the hell? I think it's because he didn't do the impression. Hello, The X. Hey. Oh. Is, it, is it Rambo? Yeah, it's Rambo. John Jay, well done. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with that gift certificate. in your part. Uh, and why is Rambo in the news? Uh, this news uh, making the rounds here uh, recently as uh, Quentin Tarantino uh, been responding. Uh, he's been on a lot of podcasts here lately. And, you know, he did this novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Wrote a novel about, you know, the greater story of that. And uh, he uh, started waxing on about some of the projects he once thought about would be interested to do. And interesting enough, one of those was First Blood, the first Rambo movie. They want to remake it? He would love to, at one point, he had considered, I'm not sure if this is something he really wants to do now, but uh, doing a a real more adaptation of uh, David Morrell's novel, First Blood, and have Adam Driver play Rambo. Adam Driver was a Marine. He uh, he's a he's a veteran, and have Kurt Russell play the sheriff. Interesting, very interesting, and it would be a far more gritty. I mean, the you know the first blood is is 
it's pretty true to a lot of the novel except for some of the ending stuff but it's a lot yeah. more gritty i'll tell you that right now um and so it would be an interesting aspect to have him go back and do this well first blood very much is not an action film do you know what no, I mean? no no it, no it, it's it's not the character that rambo has t- turned into but yeah i mean the ending is very very different even the ending that they shot originally was different. I mean, and the ending of the book is incredibly different than, I mean, let's put it this way. Rambo is not supposed to be a franchise. And so, you know, it's one of those deals where it'd be interesting to see that particular take on things. Uh, Do you have an issue with it? I mean, I know you love Stallone as Rambo. Yeah, he'll always be Rambo to me. But uh, I think, you know, listen, Tarantino has a way of really, uh, you know, creating things. And he loved the dialogue in the book. And so that's the one thing I would be for watching it for sure. Do you like Adam Driver? I can't. I don't know if you do. He's okay. I mean, I think he's got his ups and his downs. Uh, have you seen him in anything outside of the uh, the Star Wars movies? Yeah, and uh, 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 Lucky's or Logan. Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky, and that's about it. Probably a couple other things I don't really remember, but I think I, I can I can kind of see it, and just you know, I think he would do a really good job. Yeah, I, well, he, he's not bad in anything. It'd be difficult to see him do a bad job in this, but I also don't think it's ever going to happen. So there's also that yeah, part. Yeah, no, this is one of those things that he just throws about. And then next thing you know, it's everywhere. <laughs> That's right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the x <laughs> Rise Against Nowhere Generation is how we're going to wrap up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Friday and the morning after with Nick and Big J for the week. Got a life lesson from Big J who said you're never too old to make an insurance phone call. So that was a good one. We also had a chance to talk about Creepy Santas today, and we also talked about Olympic sports. So it was a busy, busy Friday. Sounds like it's going to be a pretty low-key weekend for you. You agree or disagree? Yeah, there's a couple things I'm going to do and not do. One of those things I'm not going to do is eat convenience store food. Okay, smart. Uh, and then I'm going to uh, make some, uh, I think get some smoke, the smoker going and do some uh, green chili pork verde. Very nice. Sounds like fun. Yeah, First attempt on the grill or not? No, no. Done many things. Well, no, I mean on with that particular dish is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I've never done that before. So the, the hatch green chilies are full effect. Beautiful. Right now, so. Enjoy. I'm going to be uh, checking out the uh, Boise Soul Food Festival tomorrow nice. because uh, I'm very, very excited that that is happening. So that will be happening. Hopefully your weekend is full of fun and maybe even a little bit of food. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you hear about on the X all the time? Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Jason Drew's running in here next. We will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. It's the X-Rocks.